Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's everyone's worst nightmare, fire. And the USA has the second highest fire death rate in the industrialized world. So what can you do to prevent house fires? Well, to keep your family safe, read Fight Fires at Home with these tips. When you hit MoneyPit.com, just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Call us now with your home improvement projects. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Because we are here to make your projects easier to do, more successful to do. We're going to save you some time, save you some money, teach you a few shortcuts. But give us a call and let us get going. 1-888-MONEYPIT. We have a great hour in store for you. First up, we're going to talk a bit about roofs. Do you know how old your roof is? Hmm, I can guess. You you want to guess? Go ahead. I think I can guess. In looking at mine, you know, there are things to look for. So if you've just bought a house and maybe you didn't get that info, you can guess by some of the things we'll tell you. But I'm guessing mine's like eight years. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, Leslie, that it's getting harder to guess a roof by its appearance. Now, when I trained many, many years ago as a professional home inspector, I could hit a roof age within five years, no problem, anytime. But now the shingles, the formation of the shingles, the type of material it's being used Mm -hmm. to, to create them, it's not showing its age in the same way. So there are other subtle signs you have to look for. And the thing is, if you know what to look for, you can spot potential leaks before they become major problems. So we're going to talk about that this hour. Yeah. And after you've been up on your roof or examining it from the ground, maybe you're in need of a nice relaxing bath and you know, it's great to sit for a soak, but you know, sometimes it's hard for people to get in and out of the tub. So we're going to have some tips on how to make it easier and safer for you to maneuver in and out of your bathtub. So bathroom safety tips coming up. And we've got a great prize to give away to one caller to one eight 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 money, but it's a solo four forty blower vacuum worth. Ready for this? Two hundred and forty nine dollars. It is great for Big cleaning up money leaves, prize. debris, grass clipping. You know, debris. What exactly is debris? Um, anything smaller than a bread box? <laughs> it's everything that's not a leaf or a grass clipping. <laughs> that's about your property. It will clean out debris, and it's worth two hundred forty-nine bucks. We're going to give it away to one caller to one eight 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 Money Pit to qualify. You must call us at eight 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 Money Pit and be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. Leslie, who's first? Katrina in Virginia finds the Money Pit on WJFK, and we've got a tile question. How can we help? I have the tile men are in, and uh, Tamar laying it down, and I'm a big retro fan when it comes to tile, black and white tile in the bathroom. Okay. But I hate white grout. So uh, 
give me some pros and cons of sealing it. They say I can do it. They were going to do it, and and now they're just leaving the product with me and to do it. Is it is it worthwhile of my time? taking the time and expense of sealing the tile? Well, first of all, did you ask them about using epoxy grout, which is a lot more stain resistant? No, I didn't. Well, that's one thing to bring up. Now, in terms of actually sealing it, it's a pretty easy job, so you certainly could do it yourself. Yeah, and is the reason why you hate the white grout is because you don't like the white in contrast with your tile colors, or it gets dirty? It gets dirty. I love white grout, and I love black and white tile then you definitely, definitely want to seal it. Because if you don't seal it, it's just going to suck up all that dirt almost immediately. If you do seal it, you're putting that barrier on there. And it's never going to be easier to seal it than it is right now. I would, I would be doing like multiple coats of sealant because it's never going to be cleaner than it is when it first goes down. Oh, so multiple coats of sealant yes. and epoxy grout. Okay, well, good. no, if you do epoxy grout, then you don't need to use sealant. Only, sealant's only for the sand grout. Okay. okay, but if you're using traditional sand, uh, sand grout, then you're going to use multiple coats of sealant and do it right away, and that's going to give you the best leg up on keeping the grout clean. Excellent. Good. Okay, great advice. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Barbara in Indiana has some unwanted visitors at her money pit. What's going on? My children have these little Amish log homes that they've put on their property in, in Brown County, okay. and they're in the woods. And they're constantly being bothered by squirrels, uh, chewing on, actually eating the wood. And also these, <laughs> I think they call them carpenter bees. Yeah. Oh, do they have those perfectly bored three-eighth-inch yeah. holes? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're very industrious little fellas. Yeah. And they work so quickly. It's amazing. It is. It's just, and it's so perfect. But we were wondering, we've tried some home remedies that different people have told us. Now, these are brand new little log homes like the Amish build. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, they still, they just move to another spot. Yeah, they well, they will unless you treat for them. There are, there are different treatments you can use for carpenter bees. What the carpenter bees are doing, by the way, is they'll, they'll drill up into the log, and then they'll sort of turn 90 degrees and go with the grain, and they'll nest in there, and then they'll, they'll exit out of it. And you're right, they work very quickly, and as Leslie mentioned, the holes are almost always perfect. a perfect uh, three-eighths of an inch in diameter hole. Uh, depending on, of course, whether you've got a, a chubby bee or not. But mm -hmm. you know, they, they make these holes quite uh, quite quickly, and they are pretty annoying. Now, the one thing about carpenter bees that most people don't know is that they don't sting. And so even though they'll sort of fly at you and around you and try to intimidate you, they don't sting. So now we're just talking about how to stop them from drilling holes in right, your wood. Right. And um, there are a couple of things that you can do, but they're all professionally applied pesticides. There's seven, there's Durazban, there's a permethrin types of pesticides that have to be applied by, by specialists that are mm -hmm. trained and certified to do that. But if you apply them properly, uh, they're not going to come back. Um, the other thing that we did here is whenever the, the bees do leave, you want to make sure you fill up those holes okay. because that does sure. help prevent them. They'll, they will reinfest the very same holes. Oh, okay, sure. And what about the squirrels? What, would the same treatment from the professional uh, keep the squirrels? I squirrels think are a little bit different, and you know, usually with squirrels, uh, you, you need to use more humane methods like have-a-heart traps and things like that where you trap them and then move them, try to move them out of the area and encourage them to, uh, to chew on perhaps a, a dead log as opposed to the one that you happen to build your house oh, with. Oh, yes. 
Yes, I agree. Well, that sounds like it would be a good thing to do then to call a professional in. Absolutely. That's going to, you know, sometimes people try to do uh, sort of do-it-yourself pesticides. But you can't get the chemicals that the pros can get, and they can apply them in a safe manner as well. Exactly. You end up putting in on too much of the wrong stuff, and that's and that's more dangerous than getting a professional in that knows exactly what to put. He knows where to put it. It's done once. It's done right, and you don't have to deal with it again. Barbara, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Hey, Money Pit listeners, are you looking for some help with your summer renovation? Well, we can guide you to an amazing project. All you have to do is call in your home repair or your home improvement question 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whenever you're working on it or whenever you're dreaming of it, we can help at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Well, it's probably been years since you've been on an obstacle course, you know, where you jumped and climbed over barriers just for fun. Oh, but they were fun. I call it going to the gym, but (laughs) if you like to take baths, you might be undertaking a bit of an obstacle course in your own home. We're going to give you some tips on how to make your bathroom experience safer next. If you have trouble sleeping because of stuffy air or if your floors and furniture feel sticky, it's not the heat, it's the humidity. During milder weather, when your air conditioner isn't running, humidity levels can rise unchecked. Whether it's mold and mildew or musty smells invading your home, an April Air Central Dehumidifier will help eliminate excess moisture and get you back on your way to a comfortable, healthy home and a good night's sleep. Call your heating and cooling contractor today or visit AprilAir.com. April Air, fresh ideas for indoor air. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatrue Doors. Thermatrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatrue Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatrue's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatrue's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com. According to the American Society of Home Inspectors, nearly 60% of basements have moisture problems because of torrential rainstorms or water leaks. Bare basement and masonry waterproofing paint with NanoGuard, combined with simple grading and roof draining improvements, provides maximum water resistance for both above and below grade basement walls, masonry walls, retaining walls, cinder and concrete blocks, stucco and brick. For more information, visit Bear, B-E-H-R dot com, and apply the waterproofing paint that can stand the pressure. Bear products are available exclusively at the Home Depot stores nationwide. 
AOL's new real estate site has the answer to any question a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's kind of spooky, almost like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Hmm. Well, I do have a question about my 60s style bungalow because there's pink paint in the back and. Mud composition. Stabilize with 3 in 1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, if you call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit, not only are we going to answer your question, but if we answer your question on the air... And we enter your name into the Money Pit Hard Hat, which we do for everybody who gets their question on the air. You have the chance of winning a solo 440 portable blower vac. It is worth almost $250. This is a huge prize. This is a big one for us. It really is. But it's lightweight and it's really powerful and it's perfect for all that yard work you're going to be doing this summer. But you got to be in it to win it. It's like the lottery, folks. 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Okay. Before the break, we were talking about baths. They can be a very relaxing experience once you actually get in the tub. And sometimes that's the hardest part. Think about it. You have to step over a high tub while you try as hard as you can to keep your balance. Then you have to lower yourself into the tub using your arms. You do all of this on a wet and slippery surface. It is a bit of a challenge if you think of it that way. <laughs> now, if, It's like when you break it down like that, you're like, wow, I can't believe yeah, we're all I not slipping and falling every, every five minutes. <laughs> well, if you're a parent uh, bathing a small child, the bathtub fit test is just as hard. It's not easy to bend over or kneel down while you're trying to catch a slippery toddler who wants to swim and squirm like a fish. <laughs> and they're always trying to get out of the tub so quickly and it's really just a dangerous situation for everybody. Well, here's the good news. If you're thinking about a bath remodel or you're looking for something that's a little bit more comfortable to get in and out of, basically if it's time for a new tub, you want to look for one that has a ledge or something that's called a transfer bench built right into the side of the tub. It helps you get in and out of the tub safely because you're sitting on this ledge and then you sort of swing your legs into the tub and then you can use those grab bars and rails to lower yourself safely into the water. And the ledge also gives those young parents a place to sit while they're bathing that slippery, squirmy youngster who just wants out of the water. And the best thing about these really nice new tubs is that they look like they belong in a model home and not a nursing home. So it makes you feel good about making a smart choice. For more bathtub tips, you can visit the website for AARP at aarp.org slash home design. That's aarp.org slash home design. Or call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Let's get back to the phones. Robert in Massachusetts is tuned in on WPRO. What's happening at your house? 
Well, yeah, I, I just got a, uh, a subfloor not too long ago. It's a half inch. It's uh, called thermal dry plastic. Uh, it's a half inch uh, thickness, mm-hmm. and it has uh, its tongue and groove installation. And underneath uh, the top part of the plastic, it's sort of got grooves under that, so that uh, it's a hundred percent guarantee against moisture and uh, any any rainwater, etc. My question is, since it's that hot plastic um, that does prevent the mold and mildew, etc., can that be painted over, like, for example, Glid and Gripper as a primary uh, base and then something over that? Do you know anything about that? Well, if it's a subfloor, why would you want to paint it? Aren't you putting a finished floor over this? Well, no, it's a subfloor. Like I said, it's the one-foot square tiles, and uh, it's sort of gray-colored. But I was just thinking, rather than uh, putting, like, a a rug over it or anything like that, uh, there would be 100% certainty that I would know if there were any rainwater in the future by just painting the plastic tiles. Bob, I think what you're talking about is not a subfloor in the traditional sense. Generally, when we talk about subfloors, we're thinking of sort of a wood subfloor that goes Mm -hmm. right above the floor joist. I think what you're talking about is one of these basement tiling systems where you have plastic tiles that sit up off of a concrete floor, giving you um, a little bit of space between the concrete floor and whatever finished floor you're going to put on it's top. It's like a of it. vapor now, barrier, but not like a, a rolled format. Now, what you want to do is be able to monitor this to see if you have any continued moisture problems. What I would tell you to do is to live with it in its raw state until you're satisfied you've, you've licked the moisture problems for good. And then puts another finished floor on top of that. I would not recommend a carpet because even though these tiles... Are you're able to put carpet over it. Carpet's a really bad idea in a basement. I would suggest that you look into a laminate floor or perhaps, Leslie, even an engineered hardwood floor. Mm, and engineered hardwoods are a great choice because they're sort of built in the same way as plywood is. It's opposing layers of grain pattern with a top coat veneer of the actual wood that you would choose. So they're meant to be structurally stable in a high moisture environment like the basement, kitchens, baths. I mean, rugs in the basement, You, if you do have a problem, you've got a big problem because now you've got to fix it and get rid of that yucky carpet. I wouldn't paint these only only because, you know, they're plastic, they're on the floor. Even if you use the best primer and like those great plastic spray paints or plastic paints, it might still wear and tear and scratch off. And the gray is actually quite attractive. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Robert. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Listening in on KKBJ from Minnesota, we've got Elizabeth. What can we do for you today at the Money Pit? Yes, I have three main problems with some all-vinyl windows okay. in my home that was built in 1996. Okay. Uh, the window, two of them, bulge, and you can see them from the outside like the window is about to pop out. Hmm. And then the balance came out of one of my windows. We had to pull it completely out because the window started jamming and wouldn't shut. Hmm. And you'd often have to push it in at the very bottom Almost like it has, you know, two two big old stomach or something. You'd have to push it in to get it to go all the way down in order to lock it. Mm. Now those are single hung windows, and then in the basement we have sliders and dust and dirt accumulates right on the window sill, and we're trying to figure out where all of that dust comes. All right, well, let's talk about the upstairs windows first, Elizabeth. This is a home that you own. Yes. Okay, so uh, the windows uh, you guys put in during your tenure here, or they were here when you bought the house, or what? 
They were already in when we bought the house. It was about the a year. Nineteen ninety-six uh, vinyl-clad windows is probably they're probably sort of what we call first-generation vinyl. Before that, most of the windows were metal. Uh, the windows bef- were usually aluminum thermal pane windows, and they were kind of junky too. And now the first-generation vinyls came out. So you're really looking at 12-year-old vinyl windows here, and it sounds clearly like you have a lot of wear and tear in the infrastructure for those windows, the springs and the balances that that make them work. The thing that's throwing me is you're talking about this bulging, and uh, I'm just wondering whether there's any structural issues associated with this, whether there's additional pressure on the window that shouldn't be there. As if maybe a header is broken down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the bulge is, is, can you just sort of describe that? Is the window bulging in the middle, like there's too much pressure from the top? Yes, you can see it from the outside. Then I would, I would have a professional home inspector or a licensed engineer take a look at this just to make sure that you don't have a structural issue going on above it. If it's just the window itself, it's breaking down, then that's not as big of a problem. Replacement windows today you can buy for as little as, you know, maybe $300 on up. So it doesn't have to be terribly expensive. But I, I think that you're going to have a very very difficult time finding replacement parts. I mean, certainly it would be nice if you could just hop down to the hardware store or home center and buy new balances for these windows. But there's just so many, you know, hundreds of different models of vinyl replacement windows, it's almost impossible to find parts to rebuild them and you end up replacing them rather than we rebuilding them. We have the them. name of the person, the manufacturer that put these windows in. Well, that's a good thing. Now, have you talked to those folks about maybe some repair work? Because that sounds yes, like what you need. They're planning on coming out. To look well, at. I think that's probably the best solution because, you know, if, you can, if you're lucky enough to know the exact manufacturer, maybe the parts are available. The trouble is that usually when you buy into a house that's already got the windows up, you don't know who that is. And the replacement window business, there is uh, there are as many manufacturers as there are window contractors out there, and sometimes it's hard to nail it down. So I think you're on the right track, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Deirdre in Maryland, welcome to the Money Pit. Hi. Um, I have a question. I We have a house from 1955. Okay. And it has cracks in the walls and in the ceiling. But I was wondering, could I use dry the drywall tape to fix the crack in the ceiling? Well, where is it? It's a long, straight line. So it but seems it like, like almost separating. like a... Like a seam between two pieces of drywall. It's not like a, a water crack or some sort of interesting leak thing happening. Yeah, it's not a leak because there's no markings. Well, in 1955, the house uh, may in fact be plaster lath, which means uh, you had what was sort of the precursor to drywall, which were smaller pieces of, of, of drywall that were about two feet by four feet covered with plaster, uh, which gives you a really hard surface, but it does crack because there's really no way for it to expand and contract. And right. Deidre, certainly you can use a drywall tape with that. We would recommend uh, a perforated drywall tape. It kind of looks like netting. It's a fiberglass material. looks like netting. comes on a roll. It's easier to use because it sticks to the crack. And then on top of that, you're going to put multiple layers of spackling compound to cover it. And the tape will help sort of spread the uh, it will seal the the spackle across the crack and not let it come through again. And the trick here is to start with a small spackle knife of about four inches, and then you want to do the next one with a six inch spackle knife, and then maybe finish it with an eight inch or more spackle knife. And you okay. can buy in the home centers today throwaway spackle knives that are made of plastic that are very inexpensive. So it's not like you have to buy some expensive tools to do this, but that would be the way to build it up: sand in between each coat, then prime it, then paint it, and that ought to cover the cracks up. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome, Deidre. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. You are tuned into the Money Pit. Hey, if you give us a call at 1 888 Money Pit, 
Or maybe you're feeling kind of shy and Tom's a little scary on the phone. I know, I know. (laughs) But if you really want to ask your question, but you just don't want to pick up the phone, you can email us your question. The address is helpme at moneypit.com. We may even answer your email on the air. Stick around. We've got more great home improvement information. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Reach out and touch the experts. Well, don't <laughs> touch us, but sort of touch your telephone and call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. We've got that great blower that we're giving away from Solo, the Solo 440, worth 249 bucks. if we pick your name out of the Money Pit hard hat. That's 888-666-3974. Okay, let us now talk about water heaters and broken pipes. You know, if you break a pipe or if you break your water heater, you are going to send a flood of water throughout your home. And if that happened, would you be able to quickly locate the main water valve? It is amazing how many of us have no idea where the main water valve is. You couldn't find the main water valve if you had a week to look for it. Imagine <laughs> if there was a broken Imagine pipe. Imagine if it's an emergency and you're running around like a crazy person trying to stop that water. <laughs> what a tizzy you would be in. So Here's the tip, folks. Everybody in the family should know where the main water valve is and how to turn it off in an emergency, which is why in our next Money Pit e-newsletter, we're going to give you the tips to find it and use it. And did you know, Leslie, that main water valves need to be exercised? No. main water valve calisthenics. Like once a year, twice a year? Well, you know, sign up for the Money Pit e-newsletter because we're going to talk about it in the next edition. Comes free to your Money Pit inbox, to your Money Pit, to your email inbox, I should say every Friday morning. So sign up at moneypit.com. Let's get back to the phones. Winona in Maryland, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you? I just got a new deck put on Yay. my home. And I want to know how to finish it. Okay. What material did you make it out of? It's wood. Is it pressure treated? Is it cedar? Is it... It's pressure treated. It's pressure treated. Okay. Generally, what you want to do with a pressure treated lumber is you want to leave it raw for a year so that it has time to cure before you put anything on top of it. If you decide that you can't wait and you got to do it and you got to have it now, there's a product from a company called Flood and it's called Dexwood and it removes that mill glaze that's on fresh lumber. Uh-huh. And if you clean the deck with the flood product, the Dex Woods, I think you have to wait six to eight weeks and then you can finish it, which is a heck of a lot better than waiting a year. But it's yeah. really up to you. It depends on what your level of patience is. And when you're ready to finish the deck, you want to make sure you do it on a dry, not humid day at all. Then you want to make sure you give it a good cleaning at first, let it dry again, and then you can finish it in any way you like. There are semi-transparent stains that allow you to put a color on there while still seeing the grain and because your deck is so new you don't want to cover it up with a solid stain because that's sort of like a last resort when it's really got a lot of wear and tear or you can just go with like a natural sealant that's in a natural wood tone or even something clear you have to decide if you want to see you know a lot of a natural wood presence or if you want to bring some color into there while still seeing the graining both are great options it just depends on your decor and your tastes and how you want to enjoy your outdoor space 
Well, that's that's good to know. I thought I had to do it right away. No, no, no. Winona, you're better off waiting a bit of time uh, for that pressure, those pressure-treated chemicals to sort of evaporate out. You could probably even wait till next year before you do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it should be a dry time? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Like maybe uh, uh, early summer? That would be fine, or even the fall. Even the fall is good. And then the only thing you would have to do after the winter season, because is this your first time having a deck? Yes. The first thing you want to do once the weather warms up and you're dealing with all of that debris and that ground and dirt from the winter months on the deck, same product that Dexwood. Because if you try to just use water, it's just going to push the dirt around. But if you go with the Dexwood, it's actually a cleanser, which is meant to sort of get rid of all of that dirt and that ground and debris. And you'll see it restore the color and look of the wood automatically. So you want to make sure you use a product seasonally that's really meant to clean the surface. You can use a power washer. If you do, just don't be too aggressive with it. You don't want to be too close to the wood because it tends to damage the wood itself and cause it to splinter. So, you know, have fun with your pressure washer, but just be gentle. Okay. Thanks so much. Enjoy it. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Hey, do you know how old your roof is? Well, most roofs, even though they can last about 20 years, you might not be exactly sure how old yours is. So how do you know if it's about to fall apart? We're going to tell you what to look for, of course, next. You're listening to Extreme How-To Radio. My home is 70 years old, and so are some of its problems. I was looking for a handyman to seal a leaky sink when I called Brad Schrader. Brad answered the phone himself and set up an appointment for the following day. He was on time and neatly dressed, and I quickly knew how much he enjoyed his job because he wouldn't shut up about it. First, he details all the problems. Then he gives the reasons why the problems need to be fixed. He tells you how much every little thing costs and why it costs that much. He is constantly explaining himself and often explains the explanations. But you know what? He is the perfect gentleman. Brad is nice and just wants to make sure you feel good about the work he's doing. I would recommend Brad without a thought. But next time, I think I'll let him do the work when I'm not home. Find thousands of unbiased reports and reviews from members in your area on Angie's List. From handymen to electricians, educate your guests at Angie'sList.com. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatrue Doors. Thermatrue pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatrue Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatrue's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatrue's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Looking for a durable wood finish that allows the natural beauty of your wood grain to show through on decks, fences, siding, and furniture? 
Bear offers a lineup of premium solid and semi-transparent waterproofing wood stains with NanoGuard technology to provide ultimate durability and wood protection. The solid color weatherproofing stain comes in more than 1,600 colors, while the semi-transparent stain is available in 83 custom colors. Both products come with outstanding customer satisfaction guarantees, as does Bear's number 500 clear premium weatherproofer. For more information, visit Bear, B-E-H-R dot com. And remember, you can relax because your exterior weatherproofing finish is still hard at work. Bear products are available exclusively at the Home Depot stores nationwide. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. AARP is proud to sponsor The Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash home design to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The website is moneypit.com. The number one eight 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 money pit Call us now with your home improvement project. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemma. We'll give you the answer to your question and a chance at winning a fabulous prize because this hour we're giving away a portable blower vac from Solo. It's worth almost 250 bucks. It Weighs only about nine and a half pounds, yet it's very powerful. It is gas powered. It's going to help you get rid of leaves, grass clippings, and even snow. Can you believe that? I don't want to think about snow now in <laughs> July, but. Although it's so hot, I really do want to think about the snow. It's got a shredding attachment, too, that will help you get rid of some of that larger debris, which Leslie and I decided is everything that's not grass or leaves. It's debris. <laughs> and smaller than a bread box. That's right. So <laughs> if you want to win it, call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Remember, you must be willing to come on the air and ask your home improvement question. And you know what's so cool about this great prize? You can even use that blower option to clean out your roof and your gutters of all those leaves and that uh, odd size, not a clipping point. debris. So we really is a great prize and while you're thinking about your roof you've probably never even thought about it but your roof does have to battle a lot of enemies ultraviolet rays rain wind snow even ice and while today's roofs you know they can last about 20 years or more the actual lifespan of your roof might be shorter than that it really depends on the climate the quality of materials used the installation and of course the maintenance which is your big job well to prevent your roof from springing a leak or even caving in into your living room you really need to take a good look at it and here's where you want to start you want to check your ceiling for discoloration or spotting and the same thing goes for your walls plasterboard cracked paint peeling wallpaper those are big indicators of a leaky roof and even spots of mold mildew or rot on the walls or ceilings or even in your insulation or electrical system so you got to be looking for signs of leaks water damage mold all of it 
Now, you can start that search outside as well. You're looking for obvious holes and gaps, as well as missing shingles, and shingles that are warped, blistered, or torn. And earlier in the program, we were talking about those subtle signs. You know, the older roofs, the ones where the shingles were cotton-based, they were much thicker than the more modern fiberglass-based mm-hmm. shingles. Those shingles would curl up like the like the tips of your fingers, sort of curl mm-hmm. up, and oh, you would all see All around it. the edges. Even all there's the packing. Edges. Became very, very obvious when the shingles deteriorated. But today, these new fiberglass uh, shingles, they stay perfectly flat regardless of age. So if you're trying to figure out the age of your, of your roof, you want to look at more subtle things like the flashing. The aluminum flashing will discolor and things like that. But as you look at the shingles, you also want to look for cracks in the shingles. And sometimes you have to get really close to the shingles to do this. So if you're skilled enough to walk a roof, of course it's dangerous. You have to be very careful. You can look down at the shingles and look for the cracks in the shadow line. That's the slots. Now if you uh, don't want to do that, you could lean the ladder up against the roof and not actually get on it. Or you could do it with binoculars. That might be the safest way to do it. Keep your feet on the ground. Exactly. Now you can also look for loose flashing or excessive wear around the chimneys, the skylights, the pipes, and anything that comes through the roof. And if you even suspect that your roof might be leaking, uh, you're probably right. So think about the repairs. Now, when you do the repairs, make sure the roofer uses good stuff. You want to make sure your roofer is using premium waterproofing materials. Don't just go up there with a bucket of tar. You need to use some of the high-tech materials that are available today. They expand and they contract with the roof and they don't leak. One of the leading brands is Grace. Grace makes a product called TriFlex 30 and also Grace Ice and Water Shield, which has gotten a lot of use despite its name as Ice and Water Shield in the state of Florida, protecting Mm -hmm. many, many homes from tropical storms and hurricanes because it goes under the roof shingles. So that's a great way to prevent any type of roof leak from happening. Products like Grace Ice and Water Shield and TriFlex 30 are going to go a long way to keeping your roof leak free. If you want more information on Grace's products, you can go to their website at graceathome.com. That's graceathome.com. Or call us with your roof leaking question right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's next? Diana in North Carolina's got an old home that needs some new heat. What can we help you with? Yes, hi. Um, my husband and I are restoring a 1904 Victorian. Ooh, that's nice. never had a central heating or air conditioning system of any type. They relied on fireplaces for their heat. Um, We have 11-foot-high ceilings, and we also have a very deep crawl space where we're thinking it's probably the best place to install a system. The problem is we really are in a quandary as to whether to go with gas for stair or electric based on um, which would be more efficient and cost-effective. Gas. Gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, electric's going to be more expensive than gas. If I had the option if I had the option to go gas or electric, I'm always going to go gas. High efficiency gas, that is. Now you're definitely committed to forced air as opposed to hot water, which would be more traditional for that house. Yes. Um, since it was never there before, it would probably be um, a little difficult to Well, it's going to be hard to do it regardless because if you're going to try to do air conditioning, you're going to have to get those ducts up to the top of those 11-foot ceilings as well so that you get enough airflow out of there to cool that house. So So you wouldn't wouldn't suggest putting them in the floor? uh, Not if you have an 11-foot ceiling. You're going to have to get some ducts up higher on the wall because you're not going to be able to blow up enough cold air off that floor. So that when you walk around, you know, at, with your head at the at the five foot mark or six foot mark, you're not going to be feeling that temperature. When the air conditioning is coming up from the floor, the heat will work fine, but the air conditioning won't. So you're going to have to get ducts up higher. 
Um, you know, one of the things you might want to consider is a system called Space Pack. It's a high-velocity system which uses smaller ducts specifically designed for retrofit homes. The ducts can get up inside the walls and come out near the ceiling, and you may be able to do a combination of that and a t- traditional forced air for the heat. So, oh, I didn't know you could do a combination. Yes, I believe you can. It would be a separate system. It's going to be more expensive than a standard system, but I think it's possible. But if you go with a standard system, you might find in some rooms that your other you might have either unsightly ductwork in your ceiling or you might have to lower your ceiling to hide the ductwork because no, we wouldn't want to do that exactly because you're dealing with an older home so the space pack is really going to be the best solution because it's it's space efficient if you will it finds a way to fit in now i've heard some people say that they're noisy that there can be a whistling sound with those do you have any information on that um, i've seen it installed i've seen it functioning in many houses um never noticed the noise i on the other hand had a condominium once with a traditional system that was that was really loud so ah. you know i think you can be noisy uh, in any case in, in the situation that you have with a hundred year old house you're trying to restore the workmanship here is going to be critical the workmanship in terms of being able to hide the duct system mm-hmm. and the workmanship in terms of being able design a system that's going to work properly in the heating and the cooling mode is really what you want to look for. So make sure that when you search for a contractor, you've got somebody that truly has the skills to take care of the aesthetics as well as the functionality. That's, yes, that's very important to us. It's, the house has protective covenants um, because it's very historical, so that would be um, very important. So I really appreciate uh, the advice. I think that's what we'll do. You're very welcome, Diane. Thanks for calling the Money Pit. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, Leslie, it's good to vent. Don't you agree? Sure. Feels good, right? I like to. You know, I love gossip and I love venting. So, Well, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about your roof. We're going to talk about how to make sure your house (laughs) is properly vented after this. Really? Because I had something I wanted to complain about. (laughs) I bet you do. (laughs) Get in line. You live in a Money Pit. This segment of The Money Pit is sponsored by Angie's List. Need work done around your house and don't know who to call? You don't have to guess who's good and who's not. Angie's List has thousands of unbiased reports on local service companies with details from real member experience. Call 888-944-5478 or visit Angie'sList.com. Welcome back to The Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better, and it's time to vent. Go ahead. Yeah. It's Vince. too hot. I'm not going to the beach enough. I want to be swimming, and I still want that pony that no one is getting for me. Okay. Now, do you feel better? Yeah, a little bit. Imagine how good your house is going to feel when you vent that, too. <laughs> See, I can segue from anything into a home improvement topic. <laughs> I'm good at that. That's why you're the master. I'm a professional. Kids don't try this at home. Now, speaking of venting, uh, you know, it's important that your roof is properly vented if you want your house to be cool. They're actually connected because here's what happens. A lot of the heat inside of the house will end up in the attic, and if the attic is not vented, it's going to overheat. Now, many people think in the summer the proper way to do that is with an attic fan, but that's actually a bad idea, especially if you have an air conditioner, because what will happen is as you turn that attic fan on, it will suck hot air not only out of the attic, but it will reach down into your house 
and steal some of the cooled air as well. So that's why we would recommend continuous ridge vents and continuous soffit vents. These are passive vents that are at the overhang of the roof and at the peak of the roof, and that's going to keep your attic flushed of that hot air. That will keep you more cool and comfortable. Don't use the attic fans. Use the passive vents. And you know what? It's also important venting in your bathroom as well, not just the air, but in other places. In fact, we've got an email from Christina in Centerville, Virginia, who writes, the pipes in my townhouse occasionally vibrate in a very scary fashion that can be heard and felt throughout the house. Mm. It happens when one of the toilets is flushed, and the only thing that fixes the situation is to flush the same toilet again, sometimes many times. What's going on? (laughs) Uh, What you've got is a noisy fill valve, Christina. Easy solution. Inside a toilet, you have two valves, a fill valve and a flush valve. The flush valve is the flapper. The fill valve is the other thing with the float on it. And you simply need to replace the fill valve. The valve in the fill valve is obviously defective. It's probably vibrating as the toilet refills. Sometimes a washer gets loose and it makes sort of that vibrating sound. And it's a very easy thing to fix. You're probably talking about a total expense here of under 20 bucks. And it's definitely a do-it-yourself project. So it might be a scary noise, but it's definitely not a scary solution. Good luck, Christina. It's hot. You're uncomfortable. You're thirsty. If you feel that way, imagine how your lawn feels, because that (laughs) is the topic of today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Well, you said it best, Tom. You know, we are in the full swing of the high heat of summer, and many parts of our country are dealing with a shortage of water. Well, if Mother Nature's got your yard looking very, very thirsty, you want to be sure to use your water smartly. You want to make sure that you water your lawn and your flower beds in the morning when the water really has a chance to get down to the root system before it gets too hot and just evaporates into the air. You don't want to water at night because the ground will then just be too wet and the lower temperatures in the evenings, if you're lucky to have them, can keep that water there and cause root rot. So really, you want to make sure that you use local plants and local shrubs because they know how to deal with all of your weather and your watering situations in your area. And they'll do well regardless of the droughts or the temperatures because they know what it's like. So that'll keep things looking really beautifully. And also use mulch. Not only does a great job of covering things, really holds that water on your flower bed and in your garden where you really need to keep that moisture. So save your garden and your lawn. Be smart when you water and you'll have a beautiful green lawn all summer long. Excellent tip. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. If you want more tips all week long, log on to moneypit.com. Hey, while you're there, sign up for the Money Pit Podcast, the number one ranked home improvement podcast in all of iTunes land. I think we do uh, 140, 150,000 downloads a month what, that's now. it? Yeah, that's all. That's all. <laughs> had to change the servers like three times last year to Woo-hoo! keep up with it. But it's we're so glad that you want to take us with you on your home improvement projects wherever you go and whenever you need to do them. We are there to help you 24-7 at 1-888-MONEYPIT. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. 